Who the Capitals choose at number eight could change the outlook of this entire team. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. My name is Dan Holney. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about Hunter Shepard. Yes, Hunter Shepard, who was the MVP of the Calder Cup and finished number two among all AHL goalies. The Capitals have got to find a way to keep him here. I believe he is the future netminder in the Washington Capitals organization. A little bit later, we will talk about the trade chatter surrounding Tom Wilson. Yes, it's endless. And I think until he gets a new contract, that is what we will be talking about. All that chatter is shot down. But just to get it going here, we will talk about who the Capitals choose at number eight could change the outlook of this entire team, this entire franchise. And what do I mean when I say that? First of all, who is available at number eight? That is the biggest thing. What is one of the things that we hear about this team is that it's getting it's getting older. It's one of the oldest teams roster-wise in the entire NHL. And you can kind of start to see on the horizon, you can see Alex Ovechkin hanging up the skates in about three years. And then you see Backstrom and Oshie and, and a lot of these older players will most likely be retired at that point or near retirement or po- possibly on a different team. But there is... You know, for me, if you can kind of sit back and look past that horizon a little bit, what can you see? You can see the future. And it is my belief if the Capitals can get someone like Metve Mishkov, I think it could be a game changer. I think it could change the outlook of this entire team. So what am I talking about here? So once you start to see, you know, your Ovechkin and you start to see Oshie and Backstrom, and once they retire, who is going to remain? And uh, just the possibility of what could be. You take a look at Mishkov. You take a look at Ivan Mirishnashenko. But widen the lens a little bit more. You see Connor McMichael and Hendricks LaPierre. And as you sit back, you think to yourself, this organization looks pretty good in years to come. Not to mention, let's say, Ethan Frank, who led the AHL Bears with 30 goals. While the Capitals did not get the result that they were looking for this past season, the future is bright and Capitals fans do not despair. Uh, if Just given the fact that the Hershey Bears, the AHL affiliate of the Capitals winning the Calder Cup, I think that this team is poised to do really great things. And I think that the Capitals, based on everything that I've listened to, everything that I've read, are laser-focused 
on Metfei Mishkov. And I think the what what he stands to be potentially could be huge. He is the biggest player to come out of Russia since Alex Ovechkin and Malkin. A big deal to come out of there. And you know, some people are saying that at this same point, he's actually doing better than Ovi was. So to have someone like that in the wings on you know on this team. In the near future, I know it's going to be a couple of years because he's under contract with the KHL. I think this could be huge. The difficult position, however, is is he going to be available? That is the really difficult part about it because there is another team that is knocking on his door and we're pretty familiar with him. And who am I talking about? What team am I talking about? The Philadelphia Flyers. And there was a piece I was that I read here earlier before the show in the hockey news that they were talking about. Could the Capitals get creative? Could they trade up with the Montreal Canadiens, the Habs, and make something work? It is a bit interesting. Who would they have? Who could the Capitals move out of this organization to sweeten the deal? Maybe you've heard of someone like Anthony Mantha. Would Anthony Mantha be enough? Probably not. Anthony Mantha and Evgeny Kuznetsov, maybe. The whole thing is a bit intriguing to me, but I ultimately think it would be worth it. I think right now, if I'm the GM, you move Mantha out, you move Kuznetsov for a maybe, a question mark. Some people might say that's that's kind of crazy. That's kind of you know wild thinking. I mean, you don't even know if he's a proven commodity. You don't know what kind of player you're going to get in the NHL. You're right, you don't. But I know what I have in Kuznetsov. I know what I have in Mantha. And the potential of what could be with Mishkov is what's got me excited. I know that I chose uh, Benson in the uh, Locked On NHL mock draft. That's who was available. That was the best pick for me. Um, I still think it would be a really excellent choice. Don't get me wrong. Uh, who is in the draft, this year's draft, I would say through one through 10 is just amazing. Some more amazing than others. Obviously, the ones that are top or near the top, you take a, a look at some of the big candidates out there. Um, and obviously, they're going to be in a better position. But I think if the Caps could get someone uh, like Mishkov, that could be a game changer. Look at what B- Bedard is going to do for the Blackhawks. Look what Fantilli is going to do for the Ducks, you know, most likely. It could be a big thing. That could be the same big thing uh, for the Capitals as well. So one of the things that was said about Mishkov is his character issues. And uh, before that, they were saying that, you know, he was kind of, he didn't want to talk to other teams. He was elusive. And some people are saying that maybe there was already a team that he wanted to go to. Uh, But the more you dig into it, the more of the layers of the onion you peel back, you find out that he wasn't being elusive. He was just actually on vacation uh, in Dubai. Uh, The difficult thing, of course, is, is that he going to, is Mishkov going to be a available to the Capitals at number eight, or are they going to have to get aggressive and try to to trade up? Uh, Like I talked about, there's one particular team that could truly upset the Caps and seem interested in taking them, and that is the Flyers. In a pre-draft presser, Daniel Breer and Brent Flair made it seem that the team could strongly consider taking Mishkoff at number seven and Sportsnet's Elliot Freeman added on his 32 Thoughts podcast that there is a team or teams willing to take Mishkov despite the concerns sight unseen. And one of those teams is the Philadelphia Flyers. The Capitals have got to find a way to figure it out. And the Capitals are exploring ways to move up. And what are the things uh, that we're hearing about there? Per the fourth period's David Peñota, Montreal is listening to offers to move down from fifth overall as it gets busy ahead of draft day. 
wow, isn't that amazing? Could there be someone in the Capitals organization that would interest the Habs enough for the Capitals to move up that could, you know, just steal the opportunity away from a, a team like the Flyers? I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, Mishkov could get picked at, you know, number three, and we would, this whole conversation would be pointless. Canadians GM Kent Hughes is working the phones as he acquired the rights to forward Alex Newhook and reportedly made another offer for Pierre-Luc Dubois. With Hughes making changes, GM Brian McClellan may be interested and giving it a shot. And I do have a feeling I've seen interviews with Brian McClellan. There is a certain confidence on his face that I've seen before when he's pulled the trigger on these bigger players that I think he has something up his sleeve. Could that thing up his sleeve be positioning the capitals to get Metve Mishkov on this team? I think it could be huge with the fifth overall pick Washington, Washington could leapfrog Philadelphia and Arizona, which would make securing Mishkov more likely. It would cost the number eight pick and perhaps a sweetener, especially with the Habs making quite a few changes. The caps have been shopping Anthony Mantha and Kuznetsov though, per an update from the athletic Mantha's not garnering a lot of interest and could stick around. And it's not a long shot that Kuzi moves this summer. Plus Kuznetsov, likely wouldn't waive his no-trade clause to go to Arizona, which is facing a plethora of issues while remaining a non-contender. I got to think that someone like Kuzi's not going to want to go to the Coyotes. I mean, we know what's going on there, but there is still an intriguing name. Is there the possibility that the Habs could be interested in someone like Mantha. Mantha could be the name that would interest Montreal. He's a Quebec native who's shown a strong play in the past and adds size to the lineup. However, given the apparent lack of interest regarding Mantha and his inconsistency since arriving in D.C., it would take a bit more to acquire a number five selection. So let's just, you know, let's get down to brass tacks. What are we talking about here? I don't think that the Capitals are going to move a big piece I think it's going to be prospects. And I don't, you know, I necessarily don't like that. But when you're talking about the potential of a huge player at some point in Metve Mishkov, I would be willing to listen to it a little closer. I guess it depends on what that, who that prospect is. Of course, there are other assets with the Bears showing promise after an inspiring Calder Cup win, shipping out top prospects that could be ready sooner rather than later. Uh, might not be the best move to secure a player that won't be in North America right away. But what is one of the things that we know about those KHL contracts, some of those Russian contracts, is you take a look at Ivan Mirishnashenko. He broke off the contract with the KHL and is likely going to be playing in Hershey in the fall. So they are not ironclad deals. So there is the possibility uh, that the Capitals could get him sooner. And even if they have to wait a couple years, I'm okay with that as long as they can get a player uh, potentially of a, you know, that kind of caliber. There's also draft capital, which, you know, the Capitals, uh, you know, got in some of their dealings when they were moving out uh, Garnet Hathaway and Dmitry Orloff and some other dealings that they've had, you know, when Lars Eller left and, and Marcus Johansson, they have acquired some draft capital, not to mention draft capital that they've had from before. So there is the potential of a sweetener like they talk about in here. There's also that draft capital. However, the Caps do have to build for the future and face a potential rebuild in the coming years, and they are still a good amount of players available in round two. 
yes, but no one that is going to be a game changer. I do agree with everything that I'm hearing. and I do think that the Capitals need to be laser focused on Medfei Mishkov. I think that he is the secret ingredient for the future on this team. And I think that the Capitals need to be all in on him. As mentioned before, these are just rumblings right now, but it's definitely worth keeping an eye on. And of course, Mishkov goes before fifth. It doesn't really matter. Draft day will be most exciting. We're talking about first round draft Wednesday night. This is must see TV. You guys want to be sitting down in front of your TV, in front of your computer, your laptop, your phone, your whatever the case is. This could be a game changer for the Caps. Make no mistake about it. And I am most excited at the potential of what could be. But for Caps fans, I think that that is the best case scenario is they get someone like Metve Mishkov. I think it could be huge. And uh, like they talked about in the story in the hockey news, is it going to happen? We don't really know. But it does seem like there is some positioning going on behind the scenes with Brian McClellan, I think probably working the phones. Uh, the possibility of what could be uh, has me most excited. All right, coming up here, we will talk about the most recent trade chatter and how that trade chatter, chatter is shot down. Why do we keep hearing about Tom Wilson moving out of town? We'll discuss next. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $2,000. That's right, just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run, all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. After today's show, be sure to check out Locked On's 2023 NHL Mock Draft Special. The local hosts of the Locked On NHL channel have made their picks, and hosts Gil Martin and Haiti Kalakash break down every selection over a three-day mock draft event. Find the episodes of Locked On NHL on YouTube or wherever you find your podcasts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In this next segment, we are going to talk about the most recent trade chatter surrounding Tom Wilson. And I know I hear this on YouTube. I hear it all the time. Dan, will you shut up about the Tom Wilson trade chatter? I don't think that I would be doing my due diligence as someone that covers this team for you guys if I didn't talk about what is being said about your team the Capitals. And this is what's being spoke of. And a lot of it's getting shot down, as you can imagine. And I think, you know, the best thing that could happen to put this whole thing to, to, to rest is on July 1st, give Tom Wilson a new deal. That is what I think the best case scenario could possibly be. But what is the most recent chatter. This was in the Coming In Hot podcast where former Ottawa Senators defenseman Jason York stated the latest rumor fire. Your boy Tom Wilson, I'll throw a rumor out there. York said, I'm hearing the Caps are interested in making a deal with the Senators. 
I've heard that. I'd love to see how Tom Wilson has bounced back from his surgery. Um, again, you know, a lot of these, you got to think that, you know, this potential podcaster, uh, Jason York is probably just trying to spin some buzz from him for his show. And some people say, are you trying to spin buzz for your show? I didn't start this rumor. I, when I talk about this on this show, I am talking about the chatter that I hear from podcasters. I hear chatter from, you know, insiders like uh, Stephen Wino from the Associated Press. Those names do uh, you know, I, if I'm going to do my diligence for this show, I need to let you guys know what is being said about this team. I do believe at this point, based on everything that I've heard in totality, I really think there is going to be a deal done. But it is interesting that the, his name continues to get brought up. In a Hockey Insider segment on TSN, Pierre LeBron revealed he asked Capitals GM Brian McClellan about the latest rumblings on Wilson. McClellan unequivocally denied the Caps have any interest in shopping the big forward. <clears throat> and I think, you know, like I said, the only way we're going to put this to rest is when he gets his new deal and I hope that comes sooner than later. LeBron mentioned of all the potential trade talk before detailing the straight-up denial he received. Just a quick note on Tom Wilson, LeBron said, for whatever reason, we've heard his name out there. The reality is I spoke with Caps GM Brian McClellan today who said he's not calling teams about Tom Wilson. He does not want to trade Tom Wilson. He's not sure why that's out there. Of course, um, he does know why it's out there. He is no fool. The reason that it is out there is if there's one player that holds significant value on the team, it's Tom Wilson, who is also going to be an unrestricted free agent soon. Tom Wilson, it's not really too hard to connect the dots, but everything that I'm hearing out there is that Brian McClellan and Tom Wilson want to get a deal done. At this point, as Caps fans, we are just going to have to put our faith in face value. That is what's being said. And if something crazy happens after, I'm going to be a little irritated for one because I'm a huge Tom Wilson fan. But, you know, I, also you can't really trust what people are telling you. And I understand that, you know, if he was shopping Tom Wilson, he's not going to come out and say, hey, yeah, I'm making calls to this team and that team. That is not the way these kind of things get done. You know, Brian McClellan is the kind of guy that keeps the cards close to his vest. He's not going to let everyone know. But, you know, turning off the whole conspiratorial thing, I ultimately think a deal will get done. I think it would have to be a tremendous return. <laughs> I'm talking huge return uh, for the Capitals to even entertain it. And I don't even think with a huge return, uh, the Capitals would entertain that. And it seems like more and more chatter on this is going on. And one of the things that Tarek El-Bashir said in The Athletic, a great publication. It is definitely worth the price. He said, "On well, the one thing that each team in the NHL should get done, his one thing, being that he covers the Capitals, is sign Tom Wilson to an extension. The offseason has begun, and Wilson's name has already popped up in trade rumors. The conjecture is understandable. The Caps are expected to retool the roster to some degree, and Wilson, who is entering the final year of a contract that averages 5.166 mil per season, is the team's most attractive trade chip. Just one problem, Wilson is viewed internally as an integral part of the team's future and hence should not be available. Okay. This is Tarek El-Bashir covered the team for years. He's on the same page with me. We got to put this thing to bed, you know? So when, when the possibility on July 1st to sign him to an extension 
let's get it done so we can put this to rest forever. I don't want to picture a Capitals team without Tom Wilson anytime soon. And I think you guys out there as Caps fans don't want that as well. We know. And if you're if you have if you're a casual Capitals fan, what does Wilson bring to this team? A physical presence, an intimidation factor, but not a goon. He is a guy that was top three in goals just a couple seasons ago. Um, also a leader, someone who I revere as the future captain of this team at some point. So I think that that is what's finally going to put this whole thing to bed is once Wilson gets that new deal until then, I expect to hear more trade chatter. All right, coming up here, we will talk about Hunter Shepard. I think they really need to get a deal done with him. We cannot let Shepard walk. What were his thoughts on his future with the caps? We'll discuss. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So just the other day, I had Jared from Washington Hockey now on, and I said one of the biggest moves that needs to get pl- taken place in the promotion from some of the players from Hershey to the big team, the Capitals, and I'm saying not Connor McMichael, it is Hunter Shepard. And why am I so you know, hot on Hunter Shepard. Why won't I let this topic go? Well, just take a look at it. Zach Fukale is going over to the KHL. Hunter Shepard finished number two amongst all netminders in the entire AHL. He was also the Calder Cup MVP. It's my belief that they could view um, Charlie Lindgren, current Capitals backup netminder as a trade piece. And if there's a team that's looking for a goalie, Let's pursue those. I think that they have a better option uh, in Hunter Shepard. But how is he taking all this? It's got to be tough. You know, when you know that you're coming up on free agency, you don't know if you have a permanent home with one team. What does he do to calm down, to decompress? Well, he is from Minnesota, so he does what a lot of other fellow Minnesotans do. He likes to fish to relax. And one of the things in this was in Washington hockey. Now he says, I'll probably be fishing on Saturday. Shepard told Washington hockey now. So I'm just going to try to stay close to the house. So I have cell service. And you got to think that his agent probably told him that, you know, you're a pretty big deal. I think that there's probably going to be quite a few teams out there vying for your services. If you are a casual NHL fan, let me just kind of put this into perspective for you. He is unrestricted. So that means the Capitals can do nothing to prevent him from leaving other than giving him a new deal. While Shepard, an unrestricted free agent, is expected to have numerous suitors after a breakout season, a return to the Caps organization is on the top of the 27-year-old's list. Obviously, the, th- the, th- the way things went this year, I think it's a good fit for me. Sure, he said, and initially serving as a Hershey Bears number two goaltender last season, Shepard took an increased role during the AHL's Calder Cup playoffs. And what is one of the things that we remember about it? The season before, Fukali, he was the big deal. He was the guy that was kind of in the position of being the number three netminder in the Capitals organization. But now it seems that Hunter Shepard has surpassed him. And as of right now, uh, he is the number three netminder in the Capitals organization. I've also been in conversations with Hunter Shepard. I hope to have him on the show within about three weeks as long as he is available. For me personally, Shepard said, this was probably a career-changing year for me. It's kind of an uphill battle the last three years. So just to have the opportunity to be up here all this year, 
as the season went on, getting more playing time and obviously the playoffs going the way they did. Can't really ask for a better way to have my whole first year uh, in the American Hockey League go. And what is the one of the things he has destroyed it? He has killed it at every level. Uh, he was a big netminder uh, for UMD, the University of Minnesota Duluth, and uh, he has a good trajectory. Now, e even if, you know, and I know we know Fukale is going to the KHL and say Hunter Shepard does walk, there is still a plethora of options in netminder. Clay Stevens, Garen Bjorklund, Mitchell Gibson. So they have it covered. Plus there is Wall as well down in the ECHL. But for me, I think that, you know, you have a good upgrade in Hunter Shepard over Charlie Lindgren. I don't mean to say anything too disparaging about Charlie Lindgren. He was the netminder of the, the Capitals' best month this last season, the month of December. But, you know, if I'm going to rate his, you know, season in total, I'm going to say it was, meh, it was pretty good. I wouldn't say that, you know, he was grabbing headlines with his play, but... Um, I think he did a pretty good job. Do they have a better option in Hunter Shepard? I believe they do. It is my belief that the Capitals have got to find a way to get this done. Um, you know, if, if he doesn't, you know, the, the difficult part is, and everyone's saying, well, why do you got to move Charlie Lindgren out? You know, he could just be down in the AHL again. Sure, he probably could, but he is going to be getting NHL offers. That's the difficult part. As a goalie, this is a guy that's played hockey his entire life. They dream of the moment of getting an NHL contract. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm not here to disparage the AHL. It is one click under the NHL, but he is going to be getting legitimate NHL offers. I don't think he's going to be turning down NHL offers to play in the American Hockey League. Just don't think that's going to happen. So if the Capitals are serious about retaining Hunter Shepard services, they're going to have to give him an NHL contract. I've heard different people say, well, maybe a two-way deal. I think there's going to be teams out there that are going to be offering him a straight out. Again, to reiterate, he was the MVP of the Calder Cup and finished number two amongst all AHL goalies. He's going to be getting NHL contract offers, not a, not two-way deals. I think he's just going to get some just straight-out NHL deals, probably a backup his first season. But regardless, to, uh, you got to think for someone like Hunter Shepard to get the offer of being a goalie in the National Hockey League, regardless of what 32 team it is. You know, there's 32 teams out there, regardless of what team it is. That's got to be a really special moment for any hockey player. And I would have to believe that would be very difficult uh, for him to turn turn that, you know, a deal like that down. So it's my belief that the Capitals have got to find a way to get it done. All right. I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And are you an everydayer of Locked On Capitals? I would love to hear from you. Hit me up on Twitter at DanCaps218 or at Locked On Caps and say, hey, Dan, I'm an everydayer. I'll give you a shout out on Friday's show. And are you a fan of DC sports? Well, Locked On has got you covered. We got Locked On Nationals, Commanders, and Wizards. So no matter what major team it is in the DC area, Locked On has got you covered. All right. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holney, and I'll talk to you again next time.